Good morning guys and welcome to the first official episode of At Home with Ro. It's Sunday morning here, New Year's Eve, and I'm just doing my morning stroll through the garden because I'm going to take you guys through making zucchini slice. And I have a glut of zucchinis in the house and it's not even a glut from my garden, it is a glut from Smarty's Market Garden, we're calling it. He did a row of um, veggies that he wanted to grow out amongst what's well, along the edge of our driveway. And um, I think he planted 20 zucchini bushes there. And I mean, two would have given us a glut. So making some zucchini slice, but I needed to pick a carrot. Also need to grab some onions from the shed that I've got hanging out there from this season, drying. And I'm going to grab a beetroot for my beetroot juice, plus let out all my animals. So we are going to be coming back together in just a moment, ready to bake. You need four zucchinis, one carrot, five eggs, one cup of self-raising flour, two cloves of garlic, salt and pepper, and some grated cheese. So, an onion. I think I forgot to mention the onion is an ingredient, so you need an onion. And we'll be joining back together so that we can get this made. Alright guys, we are back in the kitchen. Veggies are washed, juice is made, cup of tea is nearly finished. I want you to turn your oven on to preheat. So I have a fan-forced oven and I go at 180. So go with your oven's settings. And we are going to get these veggies grated. So I don't actually use a grater for my veggies. I just put it through my food processor. I just lob the tops off and it depends on my mood whether I cut the veggies in half like in their middle. It does make them go through the food processor a little bit easier if I do that. But I made this yesterday and yes, I made this yesterday and it is nearly all gone um, and I was too lazy to do it. I just had to sort of manipulate my veggies. But So I've just cut them in half through their middle, so not like long ways, they're fat way. I'm going to shove you in my apron pocket so that I don't drop you as I go from the bench to the utensils bench. Now, might get a little noisy here while we use the food processor or if you're grating get grating now hopefully you can still hear me a little bit over this but you can add some corn to this recipe as well if you would like so just like the kernels so if you have a fresh bit of corn in the garden that you'd like to add you can do that but you would just add it when we add the cheese later. across now if you have a food processor and you know that you end up with bits sort of on the top that don't get sliced up 
I don't throw them out. I just give them a rough chop um, so that I can use them. Now, this next bit will make your zucchini slice go from being soggy and not quite that desirable to your family or your partner or even to yourself to being the best thing you've ever eaten. Now, I want you to take your bowl over near the sink. Just sit it where you would put the clean dishes. And you are going to have your strainer. So just a regular old sieve that you would rinse something through like your pasta or whatever so that your um, grated vegetables can't fall through them. So you're going to take your zucchini and your carrot and you're actually just going to squeeze the excess moisture out. You don't have to squeeze every last drop but we just give it a little squeeze. Smarty doesn't actually know I do this step. He thinks my zucchini slice is better for some reason and it's because I do this because it doesn't get soggy and gross in the middle. It's beautiful and consistent all the way through. So squeeze it all through. And I do it over the strainer because I drop bits of grated veg out of my hands as I do this. So by doing it over the strainer I am reducing the chance of wasting so I will um, pick up the bits that fall in the strainer and squeeze them as well. I should have pulled you out of my pocket so that I could have paused you for this step but that's okay we can hang out together and you can also add some sliced tomatoes to the top of this if you want that's something my mum does she'll if she's got cherry tomatoes ready in the garden she'll just slice them in half um, and push them into the top before she chucks it in the oven. So if you have tomatoes that you're looking to use, then you can do that. But if I've got excess tomatoes, I make sauce or chutney or sauce. This year I'm going to make sun-dried tomatoes as well, which I'm very excited for because I love sun-dried tomatoes in my pasta. Um, so yeah, but I haven't actually done that before. So I'm going to do some in the dehydrator and some actually sun-dried but anyway we're getting off track here but that's just because I'm rambling while I do my squeezing here I'm nearly done You can totally omit this squeezing step if you want and you could even throw the whole lot in a tea towel and just squeeze the whole tea towel but I just do it this way because that's the way I do it. No way is right or wrong, whatever works for you. Okay, so we now have our freshly grated and freshly squeezed vegetables in a big bowl and I'm just going to roughly chop up the bits that were on top of the food processor so that they can be thrown in. Um, I don't stress too much about cutting them perfectly. A few chunky bits through the mix isn't going to damage cooking time or be crazy obvious or anything like that. Oh, now another ingredient you can put in here is some diced bacon. I personally am not a fan of bacon and I wasn't a fan of bacon before they put it on the um, 
cancerous food list. <laughs> but, um, you know, that puts me off even more now. I would probably have bacon maybe three times in the year, if that. Okay, now, they are added in to our bowl and we want to grab some mozzarella or whatever grated cheese you have. I just love mozzarella, so that's what I've always got. So I put about half a cup. I don't actually measure it. Um, the original recipe, which was my mum's, had a cup, but I just feel like that's a bit excessive. But do what is right for you. Got a chicken in a garden. Hang on a second. Bertha, get out. Come on, out. She worked out yesterday that she can get into my strawberry garden. <sighs> I don't know whether she's due to have her wings clipped or what her problem is, but it's annoying. I don't know. I'm going to have to cover that bird or something like that if it's not just her needing her wings clipped. Okay, now we need to dice our onion. So you want to peel and dice your onion as fine as you like it to be diced. I actually have a couple of onions here because I'm using my walker onions. Um, my Egyptian walker onions and I've grown them out of season so they haven't got crazy big. They're like shallot size but I didn't grow enough onion during actual onion season. So therefore I, I just chose to throw some of these in so that I had some form of homegrown onion because I prefer using my homegrown onion because I know what's in it, tastes better, that it hasn't been sprayed, all those things. I also know how old it is, <laughs> but um, yeah. You only need one onion if you are using a regular sized onion. And if you're not big on onion, you can use half an onion. Basically, zucchini slices quiche. And quiche means put whatever the hell you want in there and mix it with some egg. Okay. The only problem when your onion is small and you have to use multiples is that you have so much extra peeling time. And that's probably the worst part of the onion because when you do a big onion you can at least cut it in half and you can get your thumb in underneath and just pull that first dried layer off quite easily but yeah when you're doing all these little ones it's just that little bit harder and if you don't know what walker onions are they create their own bulb and replant themselves hence the walker name so the middle onion of the cluster so it'll grow in a cluster the middle one will shoot up and it'll create its own little cluster of bulbs and they get heavy and they fall down and they replant themselves. Now, if you like to control like I do in my garden, my crop rotation and stuff, so I don't want something to just plant itself wherever it feels like it. And I mean, I contain a garden, my gardens are all old shuttles, so I don't want it falling to the outside of the garden either. So I just go along and pull them off and you just sort of let them cure like you would um, a normal onion and I just chuck them in a little net bag until it's time to plant onions again and then I throw them in the ground each bulb sort of spread them out 
and yeah, they grow their little cluster again. So it doesn't matter if you don't want them to replant themselves, but if you have a ground garden and you love letting it be wild, which I would totally do if I had a ground garden, then yeah, leave them to plant themselves. I got my original starters off of eBay. And once you have starters, you won't need starters again. I'm constantly giving starters away because I have that many come on. Like one bowl will give you um, at least six onions and then it will give you two to six starters of each bulb of onions. So um, you end up with a lot of starters. So I definitely give them away fairly frequently to people that I know garden and um, if you're like my garden and I speak to you and you've never given me walker onion starters, it's probably because I forgot and they weren't in my sight when I saw you. So ask me if you really want them because I'm always happy to share what I have spare of because that is just gardening people. Okay, onion is done and in the bowl. Now, Gonna get just a big spoon, so my wooden spoon. Give it a rough toss or reuse this later, but um, just to sort of roughly combine those things. But I'm gonna get in here with my hands. So we're gonna do one cup of self-raising flour. Now you want self-raising because you want it to give a little bit of um, airiness, like some puffiness through there. So we'll sprinkle that across and then you just get your hands in there and give it a good mix so that everything's got some flour on it. You don't have like a big bowl of flour somewhere randomly in your mix. Now, if you were adding corn to this, this is when you're going to add corn or when you're going to add bacon as well. I am adding neither of those things today. Smarty does get excited when he sees the bacon in there and I'm not omitting it because I don't eat meat or anything like that. I just don't like bacon. Alrighty guys, so that is all nicely mixed and it is time to do my egg mix. So um, I do my eggs in a separate bowl, which might sound like I'm making more dishes, but I just, hear me out, this is, why I do it. So I'm just going to check all my eggs because I'm grown and even though I've done a float test, Felicia had been laying eggs where it suited Felicia and I found like 20 eggs the other day. So I did a float test. They should all be fine but I still am just so cautious especially when you're mixing multiple eggs because it's such a waste if you've cracked four of your five eggs into your bowl and then you crack one more in and it's rotten. So I just do it in a separate cup. Now, done, they were all perfect. And I'm going to keep those shells. I actually have shells in the oven at the moment because I'm just doing a little bit of my fertilizer. If you guys have seen me doing that on Instagram and I'm gonna try to do it as a foliar. So, but anyway, all right, in our egg mix, we're gonna add pepper to your liking and salt. I use the um, Pink Lakes salt flakes. I just crumble it in there, love it. Probably put too much salt in my food, but just brings out flavor, guys. Now, two cloves of garlic. So just 
just gonna quickly peel these. Oh, there's only three left. I'm gonna put three in. So you guys, I'm such a slap hazard cook. I don't care as long as I know it's gonna taste good. Now, I recommend that you use your zesting grater to grate this into your eggs, or I'm using my Spanish plate, which means I don't have to peel because it will peel itself, my Spanish grating plate. My mum bought me this, love it. Um, you just rub your garlic on there. So you just take the tiniest bit off the end just to sort of break the skin. And then yeah, you rub your garlic on the plate and it grates your garlic and peels your garlic at the same time. So isn't that just the best thing you've ever heard? Because <laughs> I hate peeling garlic, especially with homegrown garlic. It just doesn't seem to um, peel anywhere near as easily as the stuff from the store. So it's probably just because of the storing process and what they do to cure it and things like that. But I um, yeah, love this little plate. And you can just take the end off with your fingernail. But anyway, either use this or your fine grater. And the reason I do that is because if you finely slice, um, or you can use a mincer if you want to, if you finely slice your garlic on your wooden chopping board, then that is exactly where all the amazing oils from your garlic is going to stay, on that wooden chopping board. So if you actually grate it over your meal or um, press it, then all those oils end up in your meal as well. And that's where half the flavor and the goodness is. Okay, now I'm just going to lightly whisk these eggs and the salt and pepper and the onion, get it really nice and combined. And I also get the eggs just that little bit fluffy. It's not about beating them, you know, into a souffle mix or anything like that, but just to really break it up so that you don't have it as stringy stringy as egg tends to be and you're definitely going to be looking at this thinking there is not enough egg in here for the amount of vegetables but trust me there is so adding your egg into your vegetable bowl sitting that to the side just gonna move the chopping board now get your wooden spoon and your strong mixing arm you could use your hands for this step but you know i like my spoon i can give it a bit of push with the spoon anyway so mix until thoroughly combined so you don't want to see any dry floury bits because that's then going to stay that way we'll start to get that little bit doughy because the flour is getting mixed in so getting there and I just push with the back of my spoon once I think I've mixed sort of drag it across as I turn the bowl and just check and I can't see any flour so I'm happy with the combine all right now we're just going to grab our dish now it's actually going to measure the size of this. this is my biggest baking dish now I think this yes this glad bake is by well and I'm moving away from glad bake by the way but um the paper but I am finishing what I've got okay so it is a 30 centimeter long baking dish so oven safe baking dish and probably about 20-25 centimeters across you can go smaller you may just have to cook that little bit longer to cook in the middle I like to keep my zucchini slice a little bit thinner so just tearing the paper put that in you want to line your baking dish just to make your life easier I like to make it a bit thinner so it stays more consistent with its cooking 
Now you need to give a light grease of your baking paper. Just again, make it easier. You can rub some butter on it if that's what you prefer to do or some oil with a bit of paper towel. I was using the spray oil, just don't breathe it in. And then tipping your slice ingredients into the bowl, or into the dish, cleaning your bowl as good as possible. No point in leaving anything in there, especially if you've made this with homegrown things, you want to use all of it. Okay, I'm just using the back of your spoon, press it into the corners, making sure it is even across your baking dish. And I'm just going to give my spoon a bit of a clean off with my finger. And that, my friends, is ready to throw in your preheated oven, which we preheated to 180. And you're going to cook it for one hour in this oven. And then your zucchini slice is ready. You can choose to add some cheese on top halfway through if you like, or the last 15 minutes or something like that. But you don't have to do that step if you don't want to. I depends whether I'm in the house or not, whether I bother doing it. I do like to do it just because it gives a little bit of extra on the top, but there is cheese in the slice, so it doesn't really need it. But anyway, thanks for joining me this morning, guys. And I hope you will come back for episode two. I don't know what we'll be doing, whether we'll be gardening or making something. I am due to make some tomato sauce, so maybe we'll be making sauce next week. Uh, I'm not going to say next week next episode so for now bye guys